L-A-S. Hey, I'm Logan. Hey, I'm Logan. You're supposed to say that you're Tim. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. (laughs) We're the hosts of a brand new podcast called From One Dad to Another. Each week we tackle a new topic, interview local professionals, and attempt to decode modern parenthood one dad joke at a time. So make sure to join us every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. From One Dad to Another is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more on our independent podcast network, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. And if you want to support the show and get some bonus content, behind-the-scenes looks, and even get the show ad-free, you can become a member of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash LASPodcastNetwork. And if you don't, I won't be mad, but I will be disappointed. (laughs) Oh, and one last thing. You're doing great, and I'm proud of you. L-A-S. tools today and more specifically i'm gonna talk about the tools that i use why you should and why you shouldn't use them and some designer tips on tools so that way you can get the maximum what's the word i'm looking for maximum effort out of the tools but yeah let's start with the first one what tools i use all right so there's a plethora of tools that i use and I may have like over explained that, but uh, over exaggerated that is the word I was looking for. But the tools that I use are Affinity Designer, Affinity Photo, Affinity Publisher, uh, Bootstrap Studio, October CMS, Leonardo, PHP Storm, and VH Code. These are all tools that I use to help aid the design process. Some of them are indirect for design, and some of them are not uh, are direct for design. Uh, so Affinity Designer is a tool that I use to mock up websites, create logos, create product, uh, what's the word, product labels and things like that. The reason why I use Affinity Designer or Affinity Tools in general, this will cover Affinity Designer, Photo, and Publisher. The reason why I use these tools in general is because the workflow that they have there is just 100% amazing. They just, the way they have all of their things together, uh, tightly knit the way they make it so that way you can just go through, edit a design, create something without the tools being in your way is amazing. The shortcuts, the the artboards, the tools, just everything inside of there makes it so that way it's a lot easier to edit and things like that. Now, there are some caveats to it. Sometimes when you come to, like, say, for instance, selecting multiple objects and things like that, it isn't necessarily the best at doing that. But it is really good at making sure that you have the tools to create the the awesome piece of art that you think that you want to create. No, I wouldn't say think the awesome piece of art that you want to create for your or for your client or for yourself or anything like that. Um, but yeah, let's talk about why you shouldn't use them. So you shouldn't use these tools if you think that you're going to be a better designer because of it. That's that's automatically a red flag that you should flag off into yourself. No tool is going to make you a better designer 
your knowledge of the tool won't make you a better designer, but your creative, what's the word? Your creative drive will make you a better designer more than what you know about the tool. The tool is there to help you create a beautiful design, not necessarily the other way around. Um, another reason why you shouldn't use this is if you think that Affinity Designer is cheap or you think that Adobe is better. I personally do not like Adobe. I don't like them because they move to a pricing model that is not necessarily fit for what I wanted to do. I design a lot and it's not something that I, I don't necessarily want to pay $50 a month to a software company where I don't own the software. It's just something that I don't like. Uh, but that should also be a reason why you should, uh, that shouldn't also be a reason why you shouldn't use these uh, tools. I hope that made sense. But essentially what I'm trying to say is don't use these tools just because you think Adobe is necessarily uh, not, Adobe is not better than what it is. Um, only reason why I don't like using Adobe because they have a lot of bugs and things like that, but all apps have bugs, things like that, stuff like that. But the pricing model was the one thing that drove me away from Adobe from when they switched to one to the other. And quite frankly, when I did have a license with Adobe, uh, I think it was like CS3 or CS4. I was uh, CS3 or CS4 for uh, uh, Adobe Illustrator. Uh, I was using that like religiously and using it. I just found that it was just hard to use. It was just hard to learn. And then when I finally learned it, we, I like excelled at it and things like that, but um, it just wasn't necessarily in my uh, wheelhouse for me to actually continue using it and things like that. But that's, that's one of the things you shouldn't uh, use it for. If you think that Adobe is better, go ahead and use them. Don't, don't switch to affinity designer just because of a pricing model and things like that. Have some legitimate, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Have some legitimate concerns of why you think you should switch from Adobe to affinity designer. But uh, another tool that I use is bootstrap studio. And this is a tool that I use for designing websites. So the reason why I use this one in particular is because it has a grid system that is really, really easy to use for when I build it in October CMS. And it just makes it, 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 it can produce a lot of semantic HTML to help me understand where the code is, how the code is and things like that. Um, uh, a coder is nothing but a text designer. If in my opinion, they design text in a way that makes sense. And honestly, it's one of the most beautiful things. If you've seen someone code and write some code and put something together to make something that's just awesome and working beautiful. Um, but going back to bootstrap studio, the reason why I'm talking about code is because bootstrap studio exports that code out in a way that works with October CMS flawlessly. So all I have to do is export the code out, adding the uh, conditional logic that I need to do with October CMS and make it so that way it's just amazing. It just it just works. And it still comply uh, it still complies to the design where I created an Affinity Designer or Affinity Photo or things like that. Um it just inquire it, it just it just adheres to that design and I can do the things that I need to do to make sure that the design that make sure that design looks the way it needs to look. But yeah, that goes to October CMS. October CMS is a framework which is not free. The code is open source, but the framework is not free if you want updates. Um, but essentially what it is, is it helps you build websites faster and it allows your client, uh, to pretty much go in and make the changes that they need without altering the design. You can create a tailored experience to them. And that is why I like it. The design on the back end for the client is amazing and going through there and just using it and understanding how October CMS works 
it just works. They do a lot of research and uh, product development on that platform so that way you can get to where you need to be um, fast and just use the platform without trying to have to learn 500 things and things like that. Um, that brings me into my next app, which is called Leonardo. Leonardo is a Windows-only drawing platform. And if you haven't noticed, I am a Windows designer. I love Windows. I love it for what it could do. They just did a whole bunch of stuff so that way I can uh, do everything on one platform. It's just awesome. But back to Leonardo. Leonardo is an amazing tool that allows you to draw. I won't say similar to Procreate, but it gives you the tools to be able to quickly come up with something and quickly sketch something on your computer so that way you're just just enjoying the enjoying the process it's amazing it's an amazing tool it works really well and plus it's like 50 percent off i believe uh it's 40 dollars if you want to pay for it but the guy that is um developing it the updates are slow but he's only one developer and i get that but uh the 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 solidness of what it is now versus what it's going to be because he's rewriting the code is just amazing so what I would say is if you ever want to get a drawing app that works really well, then go ahead and go with Leonardo. It's 40 bucks. It's really nice. Oh, yeah. Also, Affinity Designer is uh, Affinity Designer, Photo, and Publisher are all $52 right now. Um, it's a one-time purchase of $52. Same with Leonardo. And I believe Bootstrap Studio, you can subscribe to them. And uh, if you don't have the money to pay for it outright, but I think it was like $60 for you to buy the whole program, and you continuously get updates. So that's another thing, too. Um, another program is that I use for design um, is PHP Storm. And since I work in primarily PHP platforms, it works really well for what I need to do. I can create conditional logic that is built basically uh, that. OK, so I can create conditional logic in the CMS platforms that I like to use. And don't like to use WordPress, I'm looking at you. And just pretty much be able to do all of the things that I need to do quickly and easily without having to sacrifice um, speed or anything like that. It, it just makes it easier for me to write code. And at, I find myself writing code all the time because I build websites, I go into websites, I manage websites and things like that. And it's one of those things that's just indispensable. I honestly found out about VS uh, PHP Storm um, a while ago from my friend Josh uh, from Red Lion Network. And he recommended, to, he recommended to me like last year. And I was thinking, mm, I don't want to use that because I got a free code editor, VS Code, which isn't bad. It's really good. But uh, PHP Storm is just amazing. It is one of those things that is just really, really good at what it does. And if you haven't noticed by now, I'm more of a code nerd too. Uh, I like kind of like meshing things together. This is why I call myself a full stack designer. Uh, be able to design on the uh, visual side and be able to build on the code side. It's just one of those things I like to do. It's really, really fun. But the last tool that I use is VS Code. I don't necessarily use it as much as PHP Storm. Ah, I don't necessarily use it as much as PHP Storm now, but only because uh, VS Code is one of those programs that is limited to the environment and the things and the plugins that you use. Since PHP Storm has a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like a developer base and people pay for it and things like that. It just becomes one of those things that is uh, indispensable, but VS code is free. And I'm not saying it's uh, bad. It, it's also open source, I believe, but it's just not necessarily as good as I want it to be code wise. And it slows me down more than speeds me up. And it just kind of like gets in the way for the stuff that I want to do with it. PHP wise. 
it's like I said, it's not a bad tool, but it is a really good tool if you want to say, for instance, you have your own development environment. Excuse me. And you want to connect to uh, SSH to your development environment for a live website. You want to make some changes in the code editor. That is amazing. Remote editing with VS Code is actually really freaking amazing. Now, I know I'm talking about a lot of code tools and things like that as well, but it's one of those things that is necessary in my workflow, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. But uh, why you shouldn't use any of these tools, let's talk about Bootstrap Studio. You shouldn't use it if you don't think that you, let's say, for instance, you want to build a website quickly and um, don't want to go through a, the, through a whole process, you shouldn't use Bootstrap Studio for that. You should go to a website builder that automatically uh, integrates with the platform that they're using, say, for instance, Webflow or uh, Elementor with WordPress, things like that. Um, for October CMS, you shouldn't use this platform if you don't necessarily want to hand us off to the client and continuously pay for the uh, minor fee, which is like $9 a year, uh, for the client to keep the website updated for plugins and things like that, for security updates and things like that as well. Uh, you shouldn't use Leonardo if you feel that it's like a ripoff of Procreate or you feel like it's not going to help you get any better. Uh, that's That one's more exp uh, self-explanatory. But you shouldn't use it if you don't think you should, uh, if you don't think uh, getting that program is worth the 40 bucks that they're discounting it at and things like that. Uh, another reason why you shouldn't use Leonardo is that it doesn't necessarily integrate well with other um, formats. And it's one of those things that is not necessarily a caveat if you're planning on just drawing stuff and just kind of go from there. But uh, it's just one of those things that it just, it, it's, it's there, but it's not there. It's not all the way there. And PHP Storm, you shouldn't use this if you're not a coder. Um, if you don't understand logic and code, don't use it. It's not one of those programs that you can just jump into and understand. Don't use it if you are not a coder. Uh, same for VS Code, uh, but more a uh, little bit less. So if you want to learn how to code, I would use VS Code because it does have really good syntax highlighting. It does have really good uh, syntax completion and things like that. Now that they come up with this new, new thing um, that came out, I would say, like, I don't know, a month and a half ago. I think it's uh, Code Spaces or something like that. Um, no, Copilot is what it's called. But, yeah, that's really good. Um, but you shouldn't use it if you're not a coder. Uh, if you don't want to go into HTML, if you don't want to learn anything new as far as code, you should not use those tools. And also, I got an honorary mention tool that I just found out about, I would say, a, a week and a half ago. Eagle. Eagle is a design inspiration management tool that allows you to quickly gather reference images to where you need uh, to a really it, like indispensable library. If you're doing research, Get this tool. If you want to go and get it, oh, by the way, this isn't sponsored, but if you want to go and get it, it is eagle.cool, eagle.cool. That tool is amazing. I use it in my daily workflow now. It's just so, something that's just came out of nowhere, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Um, now, designer tips on tools. Let's talk about that. So designer tips on tools. So my first tip, I only have two actually, but my first tip is pretty much tools do not make you a designer. 
Tools do not make you a designer. I don't know how many times I have to say that, but tools do not make you a designer. The amount of creativity that you put into a design and the way you put it together makes you the designer. The tools are merely an expression piece for you to get where you need to be for that design. It, it helps you express your ideas. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. Tools are something that you need in order to be a designer. But without that mindset of creativity, without that unique way of thinking when you're a designer, it's, it's not, they don't, they don't work. Like you can copy and paste all you want in a design tool, but if you don't have that spark or creative thinking or just some guidance in order to get to where you need to be with the creative thought, then it just, it's just not something that, uh, is going to make you any better. Um, you want to make sure that when you're using a tool, you use the tool because you understand it and you use the tool because you, you like it. It's something that is always plagued me for a while. My friend James always used to make fun of me and he probably still does about me having so many freaking apps on my computer in my workflow and things like that. But it doesn't necessarily uh, mean anything to me because, I, one, I know he's just messing around. And two, it's because it works for me. For you to say that a tool is going to make you better means that you're not going to get better at that tool because you think that the tool is going to make you a better designer than what you are. If you think you're going to become a designer just by picking a tool, then just don't do not do design. Um, it's not something for the lighthearted and I will say that design is particularly for everyone. Anyone can do design. And I say that only because everyone has access to these tools. Anyone can do design. But having that creative mindset in order to produce the design is a whole different statement. You can get the, you can either build that creative mindset by learning from other people or some people are just gifted with a creative mindset. It just all really depends on where you're growing up and things like that and all that other stuff. But so I'm going to give you some general tips. Uh, I'm going to give some general tips on uh, each tool and why I use them as well. So Affinity Designer is more of a vector program. Use those tools so that way you can create something where it has clean lines and it can be completely resizable for, say, for instance, T-shirt design, um, logo design for websites, things like that, uh, print design, things like that. Just just use, use the vector tool part for that in particular. Affinity Photo is an amazing tool for a raw development format for editing your photos and doing the things that you need to do in order to make your photo pop. Photo manipulation is an amazing concept and things like that for people who like to do photo, manip photo manipulation art. Uh, if you plan on melting your face off, use this tool. And Affinity Publisher. So Affinity Publisher is a tool that allows you to create documents. I was just using it today creating a book and it's just it's it's the tools there are just amazing it makes it so that way I can have global colors and things like that not to say that Adobe doesn't have that but working in there versus working in InDesign is a is a whole whole different mindset and things like that but Affinity Publisher helps me create publications digital or print faster so that way I can get to things where I need to do my tip for that one is to make sure that you have everything uh global 
Uh, you want to create your masters. You want to create your uh, global colors. You want to create everything that you know that you're going to reuse again and again. Make sure that that's global. Create a symbol if you need to. Because if you got to duplicate that and not long down the road, you're going to have some problems. You're going to have some negative problems where you're going to be going through and trying to make sure that this is all set up and then this is all set up and this is all set up. And it just it's, it's not necessarily the easiest workflow. Um, but, yeah, that's my tool. That's my tip for that. Bootstrap Studio, uh, learn CSS for that. If you learn CSS in Bootstrap Studio, I mean, if you learn CSS for Bootstrap Studio, your workflow will go really, really fast. Um, another one for October CMS, if you don't want to do a lot of work for the design, learn Twig. Twig is a extensive framework built by Symfony, I believe, and that is, it's, it's an expressive framework that was built on PHP, and it just makes it so that way it's uh, easy easy for your code to understand. So you know you know what is uh, there, you know what's happening, you can read the code instantly and know what's going on. It's easier to understand. Just So like learn Twig in order to work with October CMS. My tip for Leonardo, use the symmetry tools. Some people don't like them, but, and I, me, me included, I didn't like the symmetry stuff at first, but using the symmetry tools help you create something that is unique to itself. You don't necessarily need to like use it during the entire process, but when you go to create something, just use the symmetry tool. It, 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 um, it sprouts ideas. It helps you uh, get past that creative block and things like that. Uh, PHP Storm, don't use it if you're not a coder. That's my tip for that one. And same for VS Code. But uh, this episode is getting a little long, so I got to end it early. But if you guys have any questions, you can shoot an email for me at design at devingreen.me. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. If you guys want to help creatives like me in this whole like space and things like that, you can subscribe to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus where you get exclusive content. What else? Hmm. Uh, awesome episodes, exclusive episodes, things like that. And it's just just all around just supporting local creatives in Cedar Rapids, Iowa area. But yeah, without being said, oh, one last thing. Subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts and Spotify and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. But yeah, with that being said, see you guys later. Peace.